Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. To start off with, we each brought each other gifts. <laughs> of the food variety. <laughs> of course. That's the only gifts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know how many times I text you? It's just, it's just food. It's yeah. just, I'm in Walmart and I see weird shit. And I just text weird where? Shit. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Walmart. Like, I'm, like, I'm just like, oh, I found weird shit. And I just immediately, I'm, my mom's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just texting Clay. Well, I, I, I bought the, the three different spreads. Yeah. The Spookulose, the... Strup waffle and yeah. the I think it was espresso cappuccino. cappuccino. Yeah, and I've only opened the uh, the speculoos cookies one. Yeah, they're cookie butter spreads. Yeah, and I want to try the Strup waffle. I'm excited. I'm saving that one for last because I know it's gonna do this. Yeah, try yeah. It? Can absolutely. Can you bring it as a present? Yeah, amazing. I'll even open it here for the first time. I won't even open it at home. Yeah. So we have two different things. Um, we <laughs> we provided very different foods for each other. So I'm not a vegetarian. No. So I eat meat. Yeah. I love the cock. Yeah. <laughs> love the cock. <laughs> Can't stop. Um, yeah, I'm a bit of a, I've been a vegetarian for 10 years. Um, and people often question tofu. Like, uh, okay, can I just rant for a second before you try this? I think that's this is what we do. Yeah, I f- just rant. Yeah. Ugh, fuck. Okay, I just get really annoyed because I'm from the prairies, you know? And, like, I get it. Like, I'm, I'm becoming vegetarian in the prairies. I'm like, I understand. I'm not going to open my mouth ever about it. No. Like, unless people offer me food and then they're like, why would you eat this? Like, and I'm like, unfriended, well, unfriended, unfriended. Why? Well, right? like, you're vegetarian. Right? But I was, but the craziest thing to me is when, when I'm like, yeah, just like get tofu or whatever. And they're like, and people are like, oh, I would never try tofu. It's a vegetarian shit or whatever. And I'm like, you do realize that places all around the world eat tofu as part of a regular diet that isn't a vegetarian I, diet. I have tofu in front of me right now. Yeah, it's true. And it I'm just bothers it. me so much because like, I'm like, you can very easily just have like Monday is chicken, Tuesday yeah. is beef, Wednesday is tofu. You know, like, like McDonald's, right? Everything's on special on a certain day and then yeah. Friday is the filet fish due to Catholics not eating meat on Friday. Yeah, there you go. Right? You can have tofu. You um, but it is it is hard. It's interesting to cook. Like a lot of people don't like the texture, um, especially like firm tofu. It can be kind of squeaky, stuff like that. So um, I'm sh- sharing my favorite tofu, which is puffed tofu. And Mr. Clay is going to open up the lid there. It's puffed tofu, and I cooked it in an air fryer. So the goal is that the outside is um, crispier. I know it's just, it just sat in some sauce, so it's not be as crispy. much. But yeah, the outside is like a little bit crunchier and crispier, and the inside is everything, fluffy. Everything air fryer. Oh, right? yeah, everything. So the whole yeah. thing, just pop it in? Just put it in. Yeah, try it. Try it. It's good. I mean, it's pad thai sauce. If you want to know what the flavor is, there's no flavor of tofu. It's pad thai. But it's a weird, uh, I like the texture. It's crunchy, like a little bit of a chewy crunchy on the outside, and super light and fluffy in the inside. Hate it? Ah, you can't do it. <laughs> no. Hated it so much. <laughs> you can't even get through it. Oh. 
I love it. It's super fluffy and crunchy. Oh my god, I can't believe my gang bitch was a big pick. <laughs> that is my favorite thing I've ever seen. <laughs> mm. Um, no, it has a obviously the sauce is good, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's a texture thing. It's I'm texture. Get, yeah. I'm, I'm getting through the texture and it reminds me of when you cook a scrambled egg, but you mm -hmm. cook it for too long oh, and yeah. it gets that like not spongy but like hard to chew through edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it tastes. That's the texture. That's what the texture is like. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like the, the bad part of a scrambled egg. Uh, fair. Yeah. And I, I usually, you know, salt and pepper and I'll just wolf it down or like bake it in sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't do that. Yeah, that's fair. I I don't mind uh, I mean, it's still of it. in my mouth so I'm chewing a little bit to swallow the pieces. Yeah, after, yeah. You know, not including the stuff I just spit up and almost vomited into the garbage can. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, the original, like the initial texture is good. And then all of a sudden you start to chew on the inside. Yeah. And then I'm getting the the overcooked egg. Yeah, fair. It's super, that's what, like, light and fluffy kind of thing, yeah, yeah. right? It reminds me of, like, um, like obviously it, it, it's not as smooth, but it reminds me of, like, uh, um, like creme de caramel. Like, the egg-based okay. kind of, like, really... Or even, like, a quiche yeah. is, is what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, and... like, quiche or, like, very, like, egg-based dessert kind of really yeah. fluffy... Um, That's why I said the scrambled yeah, egg right away. Yeah, it's soft. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's like an eggy dessert or like a quiche. The sauce is awesome. But yeah, it's very eggy. Yeah, I, I think if it was pad thai is amazing. I don't know. It's like probably one inch by one inch cube. Yeah, I would bet you if it was like a quarter inch, I just sort of popped it in. Yeah, chewed it and it would have been down. I wouldn't have had that. They blow up though. Yeah, like they cut really small and then they blow up. I'm thinking in a stir fry, if it had like dime yeah. sized pieces, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, that. you're supposed to eat it in a stir fry. Like it's not supposed to be eaten on its own. I'm just lazy. There was there was too much of that one thing in yeah, my yeah, mouth yeah, that yeah. I just couldn't handle it. Fair enough. I ate a whole bowl of them earlier. We'll see. <laughs> you got used to it, right? Well, I I, I it's so weird because everyone has like a texture thing, right? Like my cousin will puke if she has shrimp. Like, well, so just is it squishy? Squ like, especially, like, you know, it's not... Like salad shrimp? Raw shrimp? Yeah, like, yeah, like the shrimp, shrimp rings, but even cooked shrimp, because, like, the squeak of it makes... Like, she can't even do, like, cheese curds. You know what I mean? Like, just the squeaky, like, like almost, like, yeah. it just squeaks on your teeth. Yeah. And she will, like, die. And I was like, really? I love squeaking <laughs> cheese curds. Like, I love it. Whereas... Do you um, eat them solo, or do you, like, mix them, like, obviously with a poutine, right? Yeah. yeah. But do you, would you eat them just out of a bag? Oh, absolutely. I okay. have. Yeah, there's a cheesery just outside of town. Yeah, yeah. every time I drive by, oh I'm like, God. I don't so, eat cheese. Huh. liquor store, my brother-in-law's liquor I was like, store. wow, that's a detour. Right? Okay, right? let's go. Brother-in-law's liquor store. They sell food from the cheesery, uh, like, um, all different kinds of cheeses, and they have cheese curds, and one of them is dill. Okay. It's a dill cheese curd. Oh, my God. I just eat... I've never actually put them in a poutine. I just eat them out of the bag. Right, so it's like cut, cut off a brick of cheese, but it's dill flavored. But it's very Chur squeaky. Curd. Like it's a curd. It's very, yeah. very squeaky. So for some people, it's not going to go very well, right? This sauce is awesome. Uh, I know, I I pretty... But yeah, no, I, my, our tradition, I always dressed up. I always went trick-or-treating. But that was pretty much it. And this year I've started a new tradition, I guess, that I want, I hopefully want to continue because of my boyfriend. Because... Uh, you know, he told me that he watches horror movies or these Halloween type movies every single day of the month for 31 days, or at least at the end have to have 31 horror movies. So what you're saying is right now, this is like a Halloween episode. Yeah. And we need someone who might be an expert in Halloween stuff. Yeah. It's, it, if only we knew somebody. I don't. 
who like really understood horror. Yeah, I don't know anybody. I don't. Genre. I could ask my mom, but she'd just make me dress up in a parka and then talk about Halloween. Yeah, I don't. Do you know anyone? I, I don't think so. Hey, guys, I forgot when my cue was. So if you could like do a hand signal, that'd be great. The Galman. The Galman. The Galman. The Galman. The Galman. The Galman. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Uh, do you know anything about horror movies? Halloween stuff. Spooky uh, things. Not really. No, That's not no. my bag. <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, well, we're gonna have a discussion about horror movies. We'd like to hear. Oh, no your horror movies. Not horror movies. Horror movies. Are you making fun of my pronunciation? No, I just thought he <laughs> he was understanding that it was about horror movies. Oh. And of course he's not an expert in that. No. Why would he be an expert? He never has to pay. <laughs> People pay him. That's the difference. Yeah. He appears in them. He doesn't yeah. watch them. Horror movies. Horror oh, okay. movies. No. I know. I don't. Oh, okay. Well, we want to hear some uh, uh, stories. Because, um, yeah, I uh, I just recently started watching horror movies, and I don't know much about them. Um, but, you know, growing up, I, I didn't watch them that often because I got terrified very, very easily. See, I never watched them because... I wasn't allowed to. Are you serious? My mom didn't like me watching scary movies, so I wasn't allowed to watch scary movies. Yeah, she's a unique individual. Uh, she doesn't like scary movies, so I wasn't allowed to watch them. She puts ketchup on everything, so I was trained to put ketchup on everything. Um, when it came to going out to restaurants and I wanted to order steak, I, I had to order it well done because that's how she eats steak. Yeah. I remember being in Mexico and she went to the bathroom right when the server came to order yeah. or take her order. And I was like, yeah, I'll get a steak, uh, medium rare. Looking around, there's nobody to correct me. I was like, that's fantastic. And then I get my steak. My mom's looking at me as I cut into it. And there's like blood on the plate. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I ordered medium rare. She goes, you never order steak like that. I was like taking a bite. I was like, holy fucking shit, woman. What have you been hiding from me my entire life? This tastes like real food. Not like that tar, tire bullshit that you make with steak. That's well done. And whenever there was a salad with an order, she's like, just order Thousand Island. So I always did. And then one day I ordered something else. I'm like, wait. This is way better than Thousand Island. And uh, my mom doesn't like me driving on roads that have like street, si- or street lights, like stop, stop lights. Why? Because she can't drive on roads that aren't like a single lane road. She can't, there, if there's a stoplight, she, she won't drive on it. She's, it's like stop signs only. She doesn't like, uh, you know, dual lane, not dual lane, uh, freeways where yeah. all the traffic flows one way and then all the traffic flows the other way, the opposing yeah. way. And you have to take exits. She won't drive on that. Because it's not safe. All the traffic's flowing one direction. It's so not safe. I'm like, no, mom, that that makes it safe. Yeah. There's never a head-on collision. She goes, I can't do it. Like, there's lanes. Like, if I have to, if I have to go on there and I got to take an exit that's 200 kilometers down the road, I just stay in the right lane the whole time so I don't miss my exit. I was like, all right, cool. So whenever I'm driving with her, she's freaking out. I was like, can you just stop? So when you say, <laughs> I just, I, I. Hearing all these things, I really want to know the definition of what a scary movie is in your mother's eyes. So, like, I'm not talking just even horror in general, but, like, for example, I can think of the first movie that terrified me. Yeah. Was, it does, maybe, I guess it probably does count as horror, but I count it as, a, like, action. Um, Jaws. Wasn't allowed. Is that horror? Yeah. Yeah? Wasn't yeah. allowed. No Jaws, no Halloween, no Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, none of it. See, my definition of horror was always like ghosties and demons and like serial killers. Yeah, it wasn't allowed. Right? That's my definition. So anything that has like a lot of action in it, like a... To me, like Jaws, unless... I don't know. I don't know about the sequels. Wait, there's but a sequel to Jaws? There's, there's se- three sequels to Jaws. That sounds terrible. And an Italian ripoff that is sometimes referred to as Jaws 5. Huh. 
I don't and know that. see, I because I said, um, like to me, Jaws is not a horror movie because sharks don't have morality. Like they can't be like, I'm an evil shark. I'm gonna kill people. Like they can't think like that. But apparently, mm. yeah. It, well, Jaws, the Revenge, which is the fourth one. Jaws goes for revenge. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> no, he's definitely got a certain level of morality and <laughs> and, and the fifth, the, the, as I put air quotes, the fifth one, the Italian one. Does it just like try and bang chicks? <laughs> Is it just dirty I and slimy? Be surprised. That's just how like, most hangs Italian out at train stations, stuff. right? Yeah. What's the matter? You like? Uh, you want some of this? Uh, you know. <laughs> hangs out <laughs> train stations as a shark. Um, but yeah, no, this Jaws was like the first movie that scared me. And I, and I never really thought that was like a horror movie because, to again, like I said, to me, horror movies, when I, when I grew up, it was like uh, Friday the 13th and like Chucky and um, The Yeah, Rain. I remember renting like Chucky 1 and 2 and watching that and loving the shit out of it. And I was like, wow, this has been held for me. Yeah. This, these kind of movies, I'm not allowed to watch. So when you first started yeah. watching horror movies. I was probably like 12, And you 13? weren't scared of them? Like right away, you were no. like, this is sick. no. That's, I mean, I, again, I'm, I'm still scared of them, so that... But if you think about it, you were young, and you watched it, and there's creepy shit happening in, it, yeah. in your head. You've built up this idea of what it's like. I was immune to it. Yeah. So there's no effect on me, because I, I don't know that feeling of, you know, being eight years old, and in your downstairs, and you hear somebody creeping around upstairs. I just... Yeah. It didn't... Didn't even register. Hmm. That's weird to me. Gelman, do you have any... Were you ever scared of horror movies? Have you ever... Is there ever one, like, even as a kid... Uh, I didn't get super interested in them until I was like around the same age of like 12, 13 when I, they first actually started to intrigue me. So I don't have like a lot of stories of like being really creeped out. Do we have the same mom? No, my mom's pretty chill. <laughs> my mom my also doesn't, strong. my mom also doesn't like, uh, she would eat her steaks well done. With ketchup? I don't think, she, no, not with ketchup. She didn't like ketchup that much. And I don't think she would force me if I wanted it not. Oh, no, it's not like she held me down. It's like, eat your fucking steak that's well done with ketchup now. Yeah. The ketchup masks the well done flavor. It's like, well, why, why do we even well done it if we have to mask the flavor? Yeah. What's happening right now? Yeah. And then, oh my God, one of the key ingredients in Thousand Island dressing, guess what it is? What? Ketchup. Is it actually? Ketchup, mayonnaise, and like uh, sweet relish. So I that's why that. she likes it. Yeah. It's, it's a good dressing. Don't it's get me wrong. Good. Yeah, I don't hate it. But it was the only one that I was like, when you're out, order a steak. Well done. It comes with a salad. Get thousand. It's like, oh, okay. That's so weird. I mean, my parents were like, they didn't give me a menu. They were like, it's uh, you want chicken fingers and fries. That's like, why you ate that when we went out to BC. You got yeah. chicken fingers everywhere. Like, because my mom, she said to this day that you can't go wrong. Like you order something at a restaurant you don't like. And through my fingers, like I still have to cover my eyes halfway and you know so if i see anything it's like the smallest split second and i can cover my eyes and and, um i'm someone who like will be bothered by it like i asked you guys like when you were kids but (laughs) no that's still me i am in you know late 20s and like we watched uh hereditary and which i was like it was i honestly enjoyed the movie it was good uh have you seen it no oh shit now i can't say anything about it (laughs) Um, at the end, there is some spooky shit that happens in, um, in, in the, in doorways and stuff like that. Like, like it's, it's pretty good. And then at the end, all of a sudden, you know, you start seeing weird shit in the dark and like you look through an, you know, a doorway and there's something there. And, uh, for like literally months, months of living by myself, I had to, I started closing my spare bedroom door because I'd come down into my place and I'd see that open door and just immediately think that there's some you know something in that room 
See, the made-up stories, like the made-up movies and stuff, those don't scare me, but I, I used to watch a lot of uh, real-life ghost stories. People mm. telling stories of, you know, throughout their family's history, or like, yeah, I yeah. witnessed, I saw this. I watch that stuff, and it freaks me out. I'll yeah. be sitting home 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'll put on, you know, real-life ghost stories, you know, and it's like interviews from people who've had, you know, been touched by the devil or whatever. Yeah. And that shit will freak me out. It's like, I'm going to turn the lights on now. Or I'll go outside of my... I watched one about werewolves. There was this family that bought this huge property in, like, Vermont. And they were walking around their their backyard, you know, late night. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, they go to their rope swing, the the, the bench, Mm -hmm. rope swing bench. And they're sitting there. And the husband's like, do you see that by the shed? And the wife looks over. She goes, what is that? He's like, it looks like a bear, right? And so he goes to get his gun. And all of a sudden, the bear goes from, like, being on its hind legs... To being on all fours, but starts walking like a wolf, and it was the size of a bear. Look at my goosebumps, freaking <laughs> the fuck out. And so it's coming towards them, and then as they're looking at it, and he's got the gun. There's like seven more of them behind that one that all went from like standing on its hind legs at like 11 feet tall down to all fours, like big ass wolves. They're walking slowly towards them. They run inside. These things they could see through the windows, running on their hind legs like people around the house like scratching at the windows banging so they're freaking out like so much and he's like i've got two bullets in my gun that's all i've got i've got to go to the shed like the gun like he keeps his guns separate they're they're in a shed where the wolves were the the bears the wolves the werewolves whatever the hell they saw he's like i need to go there yeah so to get more guns and more ammo so he turned on the outside light and he noticed that as soon as he turned on the outside light they creep crept out of the light Mm -hmm. so he grabbed a flashlight and he grabbed his keys thinking maybe if i get into the truck i can drive out there because you know it's you know 80 feet behind the house yeah so he runs out there he goes then he can't get the key in the in the truck thing he drops them on the ground and he doesn't even look down he just grabs a flashlight he runs to the shed he grabs all the guns he can he's got the flashlight shining all around him like like a whirlwind yeah he runs in the house he's trying to load the guns they they called 911 and uh, the cops, they live like 20K out of town. Yeah. So it's going to take a while for any cop to first of all say, oh, you see werewolves? I'll be right there. Right? Yeah. Cops are going to be like, uh, calm down, bro. And so, yeah, they waited till like daylight. And then there was nothing there. And they went outside and they found tufts of fur stuck into like their wood, their log house. Yeah. Where the, where the wolf type creatures were scratching. There was like fur. Yeah. So then he called his son and his son came and they like, they, you know, guarded the house all night. They walked around and they saw them night after night after night. And then the police finally came, and the police were watching, and the police saw them. The, the cop is like, okay, there's one cop that showed up, right? Yeah. And the one cop is like, I see what you're saying. I see it. Get in the house now. Like, I yeah. don't know what to tell you, but we aren't safe. So they got in the house. Lights, you know, daytime came the next day, and they take their dogs out. The dogs are, at this point, not barking and wailing. Their tail between their legs, crouched down, hidden in closets in the house. Yeah. They refuse to even... Like they they knew that they weren't dominant. Yeah. They they knew to hide the like hide out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the next day they took the dogs out onto the big property they owned, and they were walking around. The dogs were sniffing and sniffing. And they found this cave, that was like buried under this tree kind of thing. Yeah. And the dogs got to it, and the dogs just started barking and yelling and ran away. So the parents like the the people that own the place like all right fuck this, and then they never saw them again. Hmm. It's the weirdest thing, but I was out in my hot tub like after watching that like two or three nights later. I'm just laying there. It's like three o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden, I hear something jump on the fence or over the fence, like a cat or something. I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, <sighs> so I just get out of the hot tub, close the lid, go inside, lock the door. I'm like, I'm fucking scared. Yeah. So as a grown man, yeah. I'm more scared than as a kid. Ah, yeah. But it's a real life story. These people are witnessing. They saw something, right? See, okay, I can. I'll probably be scared. I can be scared of pretty much anything. But for some reason, as someone who had to be convinced to watch horror movies, yeah. who knows? like I do enjoy them I am I have always loved like 
true crime serial killer shit. Like, I guess I have a big interest in psychology. So, like, for me, my the podcasts I listen to are, like, explaining true crime and explaining, like, notorious serial killers and, like, how they kill their victims and how they lured them. And, like, even uh, the one that I listen to, um, they act out. So I watch, like, a Jack the Ripper one, and yeah. they have, like, a Foley artist doing, like, footsteps and wind and, like, kind of how the situation unfolded. And they'd have actors playing the voices and stuff. So they, like, act all this out, but they, like, gruesomely tell you exactly what all the serial killers did. And I'm like, I literally listen to this when I'm like road tripping by myself. I'm like, no, 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 I'm like, you know, me or like me driving to my nine to find five job talking about, you know, listening to someone talking about ripping genitals off of a human being and eating them in front of them and stuff. And I'm like, this is fine. But yeah, like, and when I, when it comes to like those kinds of, oh, well, you know, my brush with the supernatural or the unexplained, yeah. I'm very, pe- like very pessimistic about it or very like skeptical like i'm like no you didn't no you didn't like you telling me that story i'm like whatever whatever but for some reason i watch fucking any horror movie that's about demons or whatever or is like way out there way like super crazy and i'm like terrified forever like (laughs) like it just pops into my head that i'm like oh no this this and now that you're watching more you have more things to be scared of or i mean it is getting better like i don't i am i'm not scared um and nothing scares you. You just you like the genre. Yeah. Yeah, things creep you out sometimes. Also dealing with somebody's fear and and anxiety. Yeah. I don't and I don't know if that's written by a woman or something, but like that film really what it's about changes so much if it actually has a woman's voice in the creative process versus Yeah. if it was just some dude who was like <laughs> <laughs> a vagina with teeth. Vagina with teeth. That'd Fuck be yeah. creepy, right? And but they, like, there's so many films there where it's like, uh, for a more recent one, the Invisible Man, the mm-hmm. the new Invisible Man reboot thing, is taking such a personal story with like, that's based on like real fears yeah. of domestic abuse yeah. and sexual abuse and these things, and then taking it and putting that possibly supernatural scientific twist to it that that. unworldly twist that takes those real fears and heightens them so then you're scared for the real thing but you're also scared for the fake thing and like mixes that together to tell like a a good story of you know somebody overcoming that and fighting against that and yeah I still want to watch it. Haven't As you say, it. you haven't it's, seen it's it. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I was actually going to say, if there's any horror movie, because I'm like, I like the really artsy ones and the ones that aren't that scary but tell a good story. I I do like the odd, the, some jump scare ones, but the one to me that I've watched, like I said, um, that adds both like amazing character work and it's realistic to a, a point, sci-fi, you know, mm-hmm. is Invisible Man. Like the characters in it are amazing. She, the girl in it, she's the fir- one of the first characters that I have seen in a horror movie that makes good decisions. And like, you're like, if I was in that situation, I would also be making those decisions, you know? You're, you're so, like, thinking of the scary movie and Carmen Electra running down the stairs and she looks at the nightstand after being chased by the guy with the, yeah. the knife and she's like, okay, there's a grenade, a gun, and a banana. She's like, ah, ah, ah. she grabs the banana. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, yeah, it's expected. That's expected. <laughs> right? That's why I was so shocked by this movie. I was like, she's really intense. And then on top of it, it isn't ghosts and ghouls and spookies. It's sci-fi related. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's a scientist. No, it looked really creation. good. I really wanted to watch it. I would it. highly recommend it. I also want to watch the new Fantasy Island, but I hear really that bad one things. I've heard bad things about. I but I, I love the premise. Like I, I love know. the idea. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that one. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, no, I. 
like I said, I don't know. I just have a new, a found appreciation for it. And now kind of understand more of the genre. So, like, for Halloween day, you know, we're picking, like, four movies to watch that day. I can pick, like, one classic jump scare, demon-y kind of movie, and then a musical kind of movie or a funny horror movie. And, like, you can... Um, like you know, experience so many different kinds of emotions in horror movies. It's not just anxiety and fear. Like there, there is comedy and like happiness and stuff like that. And I like all of those things. Yeah, yeah, it's so. It's I don't know. I really like it. Which it changes so much from you know how I first felt about them. Because like one of the first movies I ever watched that like by myself with my friends was The Ring. And now I find out. I looked at it. and It's like it's like four, 13 or fourteen a, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't the think ring, it's not, it's it's not, not that like scary. Hard, but like when I was a, a kid, it was like it was like the scary movie. But I, I watched that, and then which uh, one is the ring? Where That's, the girl crawls out of the well. Is, is that the video tape? Okay, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched that, and my friend and I, uh, we were at my house. We were just kids, like I don't know, eleven or something. I don't know, something like that. And my parents left, so my friend and I were alone in the house together. It was during the day. It was fine, and we're kind of like hanging out. And I was like, hey kind of funny like we watched the ring seven days ago but we can't we can't you know pick up the phone if the phone rings you know like well it's gonna be scary you know seven days ago and because they pick up the phone they go seven days right i'm gonna i'm gonna do my horror nerd thing and say the phone call happens after, after they watch the video okay, and the well, whatever woman, the girl comes out of the tv after seven days okay anyway. so your fear was irrational okay <laughs> shut up we were like we were 10 or 11 uh but yeah we, we were we were like completely joking Saying, like, it's been seven days. What's going to happen? So my parents are gone. They went to, like, a movie or something, right? And my sister's gone. And we're all alone. And 20 minutes later, the door swings open. Just, like, and, like, swings open. We're like, what the fuck? And we're in my room. The door's closed. And we're like, what the fuck? And then we hear, like, rummaging. We hear people coming in. And we're like, oh, my gosh. We, like, ran into my closet and just started hiding. And we heard someone, like, coming down the hallway. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, who's in the, the house? And then they open the door, and we start, like, screaming from the closet. We'd be horrible if it's actually a serial killer. Um, my parents came back. Oh. <laughs> That's it. They just came back. They forgot something. But, like, legit, like, I after that, I don't think I had watched another horror movie for probably, You like, see, that would excite years. me. I would like for that shit to happen. Yeah, I would no. like to be watching a movie like that, and somebody knows I'm watching it and they're just like waiting outside my house for a moment in the movie and then they start banging oh. on the window because they've already seen the movie like yeah. no, would, no, no. that I would, would scare me I'd I'd like that. probably I'm like in terms of fight flight freeze kind of responses yeah. I'm a fight like you try to sneak up on me, I'm I'm gonna fucking punch you. <laughs> like, like, if, like, like you know how easy it is to scare me. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, um, just sometimes if I'm just washing dishes and someone comes up behind me and just pokes me, I'm just like, oh my god! Like I just didn't expect it, um, and I will lose my mind. But but no, like I said, I started off like that, having watched horror movies in literally over ten years. Like I just avoided them because like they're stupid and they make me upset. And there's like the, the storyline is shit, um, and so yeah, I was just happy that this year for October, one of my favorite months, kind of starting a new tradition and learning some new things. It's always nice to learn. Yeah. Right. And it's hearing fun. you talk about stuff makes me want to watch more of those movies. Yeah, it's super fun. I enjoy it. Like I feel um, it's one of those things that's a very enjoyable experience for you to watch movies, and you know it's easy, but like at the same time, I feel like. Uh, you know, learning new things. It's fun. I like it. Highly recommend it. Watch new mo- watch movies even though you don't think you're going to like them. 
I like the Gelman's uh, advice. No. That's my takeaway. No from expectation. Today. Don't go. Yeah, yeah, don't have an expectation going into a movie or a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything. No expectation. Just, just, just you see like six red flags, ignore them. Oh yeah, just all go, of them. <laughs> just go head first blindly into. Yeah. And everything, everything you do. Yeah. yeah. Everything you do. Okay, so this goes from horror movie to life advice. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore every red flag. Yeah. And just full steam ahead. Yeah. Don't jump in. Don't, you know, walk into the shallow Don't end. Don't test the water. And deep in. And, yeah. and, and go deeper. Just jump right into the deep end. And ignore all the warning signs. Mm. That's it. Thanks think, for watching, everyone. <laughs> I think I might have to take us off the life advice categories <laughs> on, on anywhere you can find us. Yeah. Because that's not the best advice, yeah. I, I think. I, I, you know, this is all about different perspectives. Uh, you know? Just like you like racism and I No, no, no. I didn't say I liked racism. <laughs> I just said, I'm going to do something. It's going to sound racist. Just because I think I can sound like a chicken. Yeah. Like the, I find the, I find the, the marshmallows weird. Like chalk. Like it's another <laughs> texture thing. Yeah. It's like a weird spongy chalk. Um, so I was like, I would buy these if... The marshmallows like melt. Oh, when you in, cook in them. the cookie, they melt yeah. until there's liquid. Okay, like good. I would do that. You pick up the cookie, look on the bottom, and there's a rainbow on the bottom of the cookie because it's all melted together. Um, I would do that. The the issue is um, on the box it says you can eat them raw, so and so my sister's <laughs> been eating them raw, uh, which I did not try yesterday. I yeah. was at there, and yeah, and now you've brought me a raw cookie. <laughs> so, like, we, we could cook it, but it's one safe. cookie. I'm it's not safe to eat raw. Anything. So I'm gonna try it. It smells like really good. It does smell like, um, it smells like you open up a box of Lucky Charms, yeah. right? And I'm not sure if it's like, I don't know, what flavor is the, the cereal chunks? Is it just it's vanilla? Nothing. I don't think, I don't know, it's plain. Mm, it's, I like them though. Uh, don't buy the, the honey ones that are out now, they're disgusting. Oh really? The honey clovers? They're just super honey? No, they're just, they're terrible. I can't describe it. But if you're going to buy a, a weird Lucky Charms, get the fruity Lucky Charms, where the mm -hmm. pieces that aren't marshmallow are like strawberry flavored and red. So, it's kind of what I expected. No, I feel like the, the dough itself is flavored. The dough itself does taste like the... Because trust me, the only, the part that I like about Lucky... I'm such a fucking loser. The part that I like about Lucky Charms is, is the, the charms? cereal. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is why I like tofu and shit. I'm a loser. I have the I have a trash taste in food. I mean, think about it. You and your boyfriend sit down, grab Lucky Charms, empty the bowl. You get all the gross pieces. He gets all the marshmallows. Everyone's happy. It's weird. Yeah, no, like, it feels, um, texture-wise, it's really weird to be, like, like, you know, have the really gooey cookie dough in your mouth and then have to, like, bite through oh, a, a chewy marshmallow. At least they're not dry, chalky mm -hmm. marshmallows. They're chewy. They're chewy. Oh, That's good. There you have it. That's all right. I didn't throw up. <laughs> oh, I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite time. I'm going to tell everyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say, everyone's going to know. But that's how I'm going to get people to listen. They want to hear Clay throw up. <laughs> <laughs> listen to this yeah. podcast. Do you think they're going to want to eat tofu after that? Or the no. Lucky Charms cookie? Oh, the Lucky Charms cookie, obviously. Who, would, who wouldn't want to well, try I mean, it? I don't even like the Lucky Charms very much, and I wanted to try it. It's good. It's I decent. just What's your favorite cereal? Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. I like uh, American uh, style, not the old Canadian one from the 80s. That was yeah. powdered shit. That's true. I just, my go-to is always Fruit Loops. 
Like it's changed of, though, right? Like over the last couple of years, it's like tricks. It's care. not as good. I still Even love it. Fruity Pebbles tastes like it did when I was a kid. It still tastes like that. But I like I my body hates me. Just in general, I'm dying slowly. I mean, we all are, but I'm going a little faster. I think. Um, <laughs> just so to I don't like. I don't get to eat like what I like. <laughs> so I always say like like what is your favorite? Yeah. And then I then I say what is the my favorite that I actually get to eat. Because I don't get it? to eat Fruit Loops. Once in a while, I'll buy like a little, like a snack, a little container. Yeah. Um, but like the the um, cereal that I can eat like every day um, and like never have a problem with it is, is Rice Krispies. Completely plain uh, Rice Krispies. Don't put sugar on them. Don't get the vanilla ones? Not the, no, I just, I don't even like, yeah, I don't want any artificial flavor. I want pop rice in milk. See, it's it's decent. This is who I am as a person. It, it's decent, but I mainly buy them to make Rice Krispie squares. I like to listen to their secrets. Yeah. You pour the milk, and then uh-huh. they whisper sweet yeah. nothings. <laughs> I don't I don't understand <laughs> what they're saying, but I'm glad you do. Yeah, I like to listen. They tell me uh, encouraging things. We yeah. go through a lot of cereal in our house. My kids eat a lot of it, so I'm always buying different ones. The one that I was most surprised with, being as good as it was, is the Cafe Mocha by Tim Hortons. Oh my god, I hated it. <laughs> It tasted like coffee. I bought and it. I hated it. I was like, the this milk is... tasted like coffee when you were done. I, I was know, like, wow. But it's so artificial. Like, it's just, it literally, I was like, I am ingesting straight up chemical, perfume yeah. chemicals. Out of the three Tim Hortons cereals, that yeah. was the best one of three. The Tim Bits ones, the chocolate one, tastes like your generic Cocoa Puffs, yeah. but knockoff. The birthday cake was just I nothing. Don't like, I don't understand the birthday cake craze like the flavor of like the birthday yeah. cake flavor i remember the first time i had anything like uh cake flavored was when you took us to cold stone mm-hmm. when i was like i don't know so 16 cold lake or seattle uh seattle okay, yeah. yeah we went well we went yeah out to okay yeah, that's right, and yeah. then we went to, uh, to seattle and we tried it and uh i got cake batter but i feel like cake batter is different Whatever that flavor they use was different than the birthday cake flavor that they use. Because I found like anything birthday cake flavor is just like, they're like, let's put sugar on sugar on sugar and then put sprinkles in it. And that's birthday cake. Yeah. Whereas the cake batter one was like a rich, rich batter. It was like an angel food cake that wasn't baked yet. They just mixed it with with the ice cream. It was just... Also, don't forget that was in the states. Yeah. So there's probably a lot less rules when it comes to health. Yeah. God. And what they put in their food, right? Like I'm starting to really get like I, I even think about pop. Like you see, like <laughs> what pop can be boiled down to, just like fucking sticky, syrupy, molasses yeah. sugar, and you're like, I put that in my body. Yeah, and then your body has to somehow get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I and, feel like every, everything that you try to these this shit that we try to eat is just like a challenge. Yeah, your your body's on X Games. So you're, yeah. <laughs> you're just trying to fucking. I just hope they don't make me eat tofu again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you your body didn't need to experience it. It could the protein could have helped. Well, you. there's a little bit in there. I tasted. it. Yeah, right? yeah, I swallowed it. Yeah, I ate a whole package. <laughs> so many. This is ridiculous. But uh, sometimes we're disgusting. What can we say? Yeah, I know. I, I've again not probably good opinions about food half the time. Other than like desserts, I can make good desserts. Though I have been making really good pasta. Yeah. It's like the TikTok trend. Okay. Um, let's say I don't know if you know the TikTok. I, I don't. Trends. I'm here to learn. Fuck, I love TikTok. I feel like every I went on it. I was like, oh, I'm like a 27 year old person. This is for 14 year olds, and then I just bought in completely. Oh yeah, my my 12 year old is showing me TikToks like yeah. an hour. But a day. I'm gonna have to show you some after this. Well, because obviously. 
Because, like, man, there are different sides to TikTok. Like, it's the algorithm is in, in is insane. Like, you, you just you, you go on there for an hour, and it's like I know everything about you, and I'm only going to show you videos you like. It's insane. And then, like, once every hundred videos, they'll show you one that you they're not sure about. Like, you might <laughs> like it, but if you scroll past it, they're like, "I'm so sorry, we'll never show you that again." <laughs> like, it's insane. Every video, you're like, "Yes, this is content I would like to see." Genius. Like mine is just drag queens and Disneyland and cats and really funny weird shit. So mine would be like hot chicks, big rats, <laughs> yeah. Disneyland, and GI Joe. <laughs> yes, it would guaranteed. Combine it. Let's see. It, it just like curates this thing for mm. you. Anyway, um, uh, their trend for pasta is like uh, take some cherry tomatoes. And, oh fuck! Never mind. <laughs> I, I modified it. It's feta cheese. You don't, you don't like cheese. That's fine. But it's like um, a whole bunch of cherry tomatoes um, with like a brick of feta cheese. And you wrote like cook it, bake it in the oven for like 40 minutes until all the tomatoes pop and everything. And then you cook some pasta. You take out the um, cherry tomatoes and, and feta and olive oil and you really stir it. Oh, and I put uh, garlic cloves and like roast them okay. in the oven and crush them and you make like a sauce with it and then dump the, the pasta in. But I made it recently, instead of feta, I roasted a bunch of um, garlic and tomatoes and then made an Alfredo sauce. Okay. And it was like a homemade rosé because you took the Alfredo and threw the in tomatoes? the tomato with the sauces and everything. Anyway, it was unreal. So I can make that, but mostly everything else is just vegetarian trash. <laughs> I accept it. It's okay. I'm good with it. No, I understand. Nobody else wants to eat my cooking. My boyfriend suffers through it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Does he? Does he cry? Nah. He. I made him food. Does he, he have a? Shit. Does he have a pocket full of like steak? He just. You look over. You're, you're playing like a video game, and he's like grabbing like a chicken breast out of his pocket, <laughs> yeah. like just eating it. Um, I I do I sometimes do cook him meat, but like we try to do like uh, he brings. And, you know, 15 minutes later, after nobody's really talking, I pretty much get a, that was a good fucking burger. That was a great fucking burger. Good call. Good call. It's like 1030 in the morning burgers. And that's, girl- the, that's the biggest problem traveling with you in general is like the amount of food you end up eating. Not because you, and you don't pressure anyone. Well, no. sorry, you might. I don't know. But like for the most part, the people that my friends have gone with you and myself, you don't really pressure but You're like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And so you're like, fuck, I'm going to have to watch him eat it. And then. As soon as you get it, it's going to look amazing. It does. I and then you're going to like, I'm going to watch the enjoyment on your face. I'm going to be jealous. So now I have to eat a fucking whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they did. Like. The worst part was, is we got up like, I don't know, an hour earlier than that. And I said, I want to go to like a, a bakery before we leave town. Like, a, you know, a Danish or something. But I don't want Tim Horton's crap. Yeah. Like Tim Horton's food is shit. Yeah, absolutely. So I was like, I want to go to like a bakery. So I Googled bakery and one was like around the corner. It was a mm. French bakery. We went in and we got... Ooh, money, money. We, we went in and we got butter tarts and macaroons, millionaire bar, le- lemon lemon bars. I saw this picture. Yeah. It looked like you cho- spent... Like on the bo- two boxes that I saw of stuff, I was like, that's $42 worth of... It was $30. Yeah. It was $36 between those two boxes. <laughs> yeah, I was so close. And there was a third box that I didn't get a picture of because the girl was already eating out of it. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I looked at those boxes. I was like, "That is forty dollars yeah, worth." It's, of it was almost five dollars uh, an item. Yep, insane. But we all we all praised me for the decision of going <laughs> after we ate it. We're like, "Oh yeah, that was the right decision." You're an enabler, is what you are. That was the right decision. And then within an hour, I'm like, "Triple O's," and they're like, "Seriously?" And then they had like, "Good call." I was like, "All right, we don't need to." Eat, you know, twelve hour drive home. We're good. Oh my god. 
I've been there. It was like, let's have Chinese food or like Asian food for, for lunch. And then breakfast, get, early lunch, early lunch, breakfast, and then Cold Stone. And then we're going to go eat from the Cheesecake Factory that gives you 27 fucking servings of whatever you order. Whatever it is for like oh my God. $8. I know, it's insane. Welcome to America. I want to know, though, like, from an American's perspective, how do they view Cheesecake Factory? Because you walk in, you're like, this is a nice-looking restaurant. It looks fancier. It does. But, like, things are super cheap, and the portion sizes are huge, so it's not a fancy restaurant. That's true. How is it? Is it viewed like an olive garden? I don't know. Because you know how, like, kids, I don't know, I just see people, like, grow up, and as kids, are like, olive garden is fancy. And then you get to be... <laughs> Like an adult, and you're like, Olive Garden is trash. <laughs> it is. Well, the Cheesecake Factory looks way fancier than it Olive does, Garden, right? It does, right? I just want to know what the Cheesecake Factory is from the American perspective. If you watch it on Big Bang Theory, it looks nothing like where Penny worked. No. Like, that doesn't look like a Cheesecake Factory in was any shape Was she supposed to be a Cheesecake Factory? Uh, yeah, it was always really? a Cheesecake Factory, but it looked nothing like a Cheesecake no. Factory. Unless, I've, honestly, the only, I've been in two. I've been in one in Seattle and the one next to Disneyland. Me too. Is that it? Do the other ones not look like no, that? No, they all look like that. Oh, I've okay. been in one in Hawaii and they look like, Utah. Um, it's all the same. They look like uh, like Roman-esque yeah. <laughs> columns yeah. and stuff. Like, it's very and, strange. And, like, I don't know what kind of design you have around the booths. Like, the, the curved carvings. Of, yeah. Yeah. It's and weird. then, like, a 30-page menu with, like, 200 items. Yeah. It's, that right there, you know it's not a fancy place. Because, like, any fancy restaurants, like, we have 12 things yeah. you can choose from. And it's only on three different meals. Yeah. So, out of those 12, you get four things you, per each one of those meals. Yeah, I was going to say, you just pick one for each column, and yeah. that's what you get. But, I mean, it's fair. I mean, and the portion sizes are way fucking smaller when you eat at a nice restaurant. Yeah. No, you don't get 17 chicken nuggets. But I'll always pick Cheesecake Factory. It's so good. It is good. Especially when you, you get to pick your dessert. Every time I plan a... Oh, it's so hard to pick oh, from yeah. that menu. Well, that's why you got to get at least three over two days. Oh You're like, God, I'll take no. two home to the hotel. No. And then I'll get one tomorrow after no. Disneyland. No. Because as much as they're amazing, I end up eating that stupid fucking cheesecake. I end up eating it... I have to keep it for so long because I can't finish it. That I literally multiple times now have had to eat a cheesecake on the way to the airport. On the way to the airport <laughs> in the very early morning. Yeah, <laughs> like it's they're the biggest pieces. But yeah, there's like a hundred fucking cheesecake choices. It's insane. It's but every time I go to Disneyland, there's always like you know what days do you want to go, and it's like well let's do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know because Thursdays and Fridays are usually pretty dead. Yeah. And depending on the time of year, and uh, and you look and you're like, oh, certain times of year, like Thursdays are only open till nine, and you know I like to be there till they kick me out Absolutely. at midnight when they drag um, me out. Yeah, it's like almost one a.m. <laughs> They're like the rides haven't been going for an hour, and you're like, I'm just staring at the castle. I'm and sorry. I'm also smelling all that fake smell you put in the air. It yeah. smells like popcorn, cotton candy, yeah, caramel apples. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I usually like to stay super late. But um, if you do like the first day, the Thursday, you fly, fly on on Wednesday, go to sleep, wake up, do the day at Disneyland, and then nine nine o'clock, you just fucking go to the Cheesecake Factory. And the best thing about it is the portions are so fucking big that you buy that one meal, and then if you have a fridge and <laughs> a microwave, you just eat that meal for the next two days. And then you have dessert as well. And it was only $13. It feeds you for the whole fucking time you're there. $13 at Disneyland gets you a, a corn dog and a, a pop. And you're done. Whoa. Small pop. I was going to say. Small. Like a small fountain pop. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a any type of special flavor pop. Because if no. you get a, any type of special flavor pop that's in like a Get the a Italian sodas. Cup, how much is like the milk 
the blue milk and the green milk from Star uh, Wars. I think that Star was Wars. like nine fifty or something. Jesus fucking Christ! For milk, it wasn't milk. I know, but it's it's it. What it's like a it's they taste don't they? It's taste like, like a frothy. Tropical? It's like a smoothie, but not a it's. Yeah, it's a smoothie, essentially. It's weird. There's a green one and a blue one. Uh, and I don't remember which one was better. Isn't there just it, blue milk? Isn't it just in, like, one movie? Like, when the uncle yeah. and the aunt are pouring yeah. it at the table at their house? Yeah. And that's it. And then the green one is in, like, one of the newer ones, where Luke is actually, like, squeezing it out of this oh, beast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of its yeah. titties and drinking it. Yeah, in one of the, the new ones, yeah. he's living on that island. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah, I, I spent eighteen dollars on a blue milk and a green milk. Oh no! And I was like, wow. Well, hey, vacation. Yeah, that's insane. And like always. we're just so di- like mine is like when I'm on vacation, I'm like, all right, I went and I found a grocery store and I bought some jam and this bread, and I'm gonna eat jam sandwiches <laughs> three times a day for the In- next four days until. And I'm gonna spend my money on doing other weird adventurous stuff. But what if Air France loses your bag with your jam in it? <laughs> Oh then what? It's cu- it was custard. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh my god! What if what if you lose all your luggage and then you just give up on life? But the custard was the most important part. Yeah. I mean, originally the the boyfriend's gift was. Well, that's the but, best story but, but ever. But then you guys broke up. So how the gift funny was is that? Important. I bought him. Did we tell this story? Oh yeah. Oh good. <laughs> bought the fucking gift. My bag went missing for forty days. Broke up with him. Within that forty days. Within the forty days, and then had to give him. Had to give him the present. And he was like, you can keep it. I'm like, it's your family crest. <laughs> like, the fun of flats. Why do I need What this? the fuck is wrong with you? Why would I want to put that up on the shelf? I bet he still uses it and he probably sheds a tear. Good. I'm worth it. Into the flask. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and then he tastes the saltiness and another tear comes Good. up. Good. I'm worth it. I'm 100% worth it. I, I'm very confident. <laughs> How fucking... Uh, my luck, though. That's my luck right there. Uh, I've got good luck. Sorry. Yeah, I know. You're worth completely opposite. I know. it's. Yeah. You and your fucking daughter got most of it. We're sitting there. We're like, okay, three bags went missing. <laughs> three bags. We're, you know, a few days later in Latvia, we get a call from the mm-hmm. front desk. There's, eight, there's a bag here. And we're like, How many? And they're like, One. <laughs> and like, What are the chances... That the one bag that is delivered is the one that's the, the, the cheaper, tiny little children's bag with a bunch of clothes in it that she's going to outgrow in one year. Well, we both know that it wouldn't be your bag. If <laughs> no. it was luck, it's either mine or my daughter's. Yeah, no, either way, it's almost a win for me. It's a win or an almost win. Yeah. 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 It was an almost win. Yeah. But I'm then okay with I that. love it. <laughs> how I looked at your daughter. She's I'm carrying this tiny, tiny little <laughs> day bag backpack. With all of my belongings in it that I had to buy. And she's hauling that bag. It's heavy. <laughs> and I'm, I, like, if looks could kill. Yeah. I look at her, I'm like, you should fuck. <laughs> she was <laughs> like, nine. What do you expect? I know, but like that, that's why I didn't kill her. Yeah. Because she's nine. If you complained, <laughs> oh my God, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. I, death by pear milkshake. That's what I would call it. Oh my God, what a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> How many milkshakes could it take? I would just pop it into you. I'm in. How many? Six? Seven? <laughs> Surprisingly just, low. <laughs> they, they just put me on a gurney and wheel me underneath the milkshake machine at McDonald's and I just keep drinking it. You're like, he's going to die here. It's like, he's going to die happy, miss. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to happen. Oh, if Except you they'd say it in Swedish and I wouldn't know what it is. Because that's my favorite thing. Our bags went missing on, the, missing on the same day. Your daughter's comes back in three days. Yours comes back in like six days. Mine's gone for 40. <laughs> they just didn't want you to have that flask, I think is what it is. Yeah. Or the custard. Uh, no. 
They're like rhubarb custard. You don't get to try this. Yeah. This is a Scottish. Property of Scotland. <laughs> yeah, property of Scotland. The same with that crest on that thing. All property yeah. of Scotland. I think sometimes I like watching the videos that I don't ever want to do. Like from Efucked? No. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy shit. watching the really weird shit. No, not the really weird shit. Just like somewhat, like even like um stuff that's like BDSM, like stuff yeah. that's a little more like um I don't know, like that kind of stuff. I'll watch it and be like, yeah, that's pretty hot. But then like the thought of like I see the way people. Are, no, I don't want to watch it. I thought the way people like are tied up. Yeah. Um, like when I see people that dig ropes and stuff. Um, it looks like it hurts. I just want to be comfy. Well, yeah, yeah, you don't want, like, the blood circulation to be... I just want to be comfy. Yeah. I'm good with that. Or, like, sometimes you they get into it and they, they, there's more, like, slapping, you know? And there's, like, you know, they just, they're, like, grabbing and slapping each other. But in reality, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to be hurt. <laughs> uh, I was talking to my mom, and obviously we've been through this whole sending her anything picture-wise. She, oh, she doesn't no. know if there's a link or if it's a picture. Yeah. And, you know, I'm telling her, just click on it. Well, click on what? And so then she's like screenshotting it and then she's clicking on the picture. It's like, no, no. go back to the text. Like, what? How do I do Yeah. Because she doesn't understand. It's like, it, what so I So like s- you send her a link and she doesn't know Well, because there'll be a picture in the link, right? Oh. So she'll like screenshot and go click on the picture. It's like, no, no, go back to the thing. She was I lost it. So I sent her the thing about this girl choking on a dick. My yeah. mom's like, that's not a thing. I was like, no, no, there's a video of a girl who's like, I'm going to try and win the award. I want to try and die tonight. I'm literally trying to get choked by cock. Yeah, yeah. So why? I, why does she want that? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know her life. Glory. My guess is she doesn't have a dad, <laughs> and um, her mom used to hit her or burn her with cigarettes. Yeah. And she just needs some sort of acceptance. And but this is the, the fucked up thing that I'm like, why people people love it? And then she says, "Death by cock." I'm all about it. Fucking kill me, nurse, nurse. And then the video starts, and it's her chowing down on a huge dick yeah and she's instantly like back of her throat like she could almost put the the 12 inch dick and the balls in her mouth at the same time and she's making noises like (laughs) while she's doing it so i sent it to my mom it's called throated challenge so i sent my mom a link and she watched it and this is what my mom said about it she's like yuck way too much spit and crap coming out of her mouth i don't think she was enjoying it how much money does a girl get if she wins? I'm like, like five bucks. It's a good deal. She goes, for him. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate your commentary. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that she didn't just say like, what do you want? She was like, all right, I'll look. She, she analyzed it. Yeah. She's like, this is what I don't like about it. Yeah. Um, I'm concerned for her well-being. She doesn't look like she's having a good time. <laughs> so it's amazing. Yeah. I, I could never, I would never send that to my mother. The fuck is wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with me, but there's so much wrong. With she you. listened to the go back. Go, hang on, there's so much <laughs> wrong with you. She um, <laughs> she she listened to the last episode, and we talked with we we're with Dora, right? Yeah. And we went into a like tears in the in the pee pee hole kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm I don't know. I was high. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Editing it made me feel terrible. I was like, I didn't want to. I pushed it back for weeks. I was like, I don't want to hear that one. What? I don't. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I just remember it started. We ate. You stuff, were so quiet. And and then it was over. And then this is the this is the weirdest thing that I didn't tell you guys. But after we were done, and you guys were talking, I kept looking down for the microphone to talk. 
because I didn't want to be too far away from it. Uh, yeah. But we weren't even recording yeah, anymore. We were just talking about life. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? Where's the microphone? <laughs> Why is the computer turned off? I had no idea that we were done. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so when I listened That's to it... That's why I had a much smaller piece than you. Because oh, I didn't want to die. Yeah. Because I die on that kind of stuff. Oh my <laughs> god. I've never seen you so quiet in my life. Oh, my just, entire life. Even my mom's you, you didn't talk about it. You go, I, I wasn't there. <laughs> I was just staring at them. <laughs> no, no, you, but you... You were um, you were definitely an audience member. Like you were, you, oh, yeah. you you were very attentive. You were giving us both icon. You were looking back and forth, just following the conversation, Whoa. like a ping pong table. I'm such a good listener. You were just following back and forth. <laughs> so after my mom listened to it, we talked about the shoving the testicles in the guy's ass and yeah. it creeps him out. So then my mom sends me this. She's like, "Hey, when can I call you today? And can you send Auntie Monica the link so she can listen to the last show?" <laughs> We were talking about balls in the butt, and she doesn't believe me. Ooh, send her the picture you sent me. I was like, picture? She was, yeah, the picture. I was like, Mom, that's a video. It's the guy who runs in front of the camera and poops out his balls. Oh, right? I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, I don't so know. She didn't even know. She just saw the guy run, like the guy standing there. Yeah. She had no idea if she hit play, his balls would come out of his ass. So I sent it to her. She was, send it to Auntie Monica right now. Send it to her. What and the fuck is wrong with your family? <laughs> so this is my conversation. Um, Mom wanted me to send this to you. I sent her a link to the last episode. I was like, and this. Seriously. She told me to send these to you. And then I sent her the video of the guy pooping out his balls. My aunt has yet to reply. <laughs> when did you send that? <laughs> Two weeks ago. Oh no! And then my mom was like, "Is oh. it read?" It just says delivered. My oh. guess is, my guess is either a she hasn't read or to b she has and she doesn't have receipts on. But my mom's like, "Oh, oh my god! You, oh, hold on, I got, I got, I got to call Monica." I was like, "Why? Why do you have to call her?" She goes, "Um, she she's living with Oma. My Oma's ninety nine years old. Yeah. She goes, if she opens that video with Oma right there of the guy pooping out his balls, Oma's gonna lose her mind." I was like, "Oh my god!" I have this picture. Oh. Text from Clayton. <laughs> she clicks on it, and my 99 year old grandma watches this dude poop out his nuts. And then that's you, Mom. Do you have a rib tattoo? Like months ago. Months ago? What? I'm oh, sorry, I was reading. If anyone's wondering, oh. I had no idea you had a rib tattoo. Read it. I did. Oh, aloud? Yeah. This is the noise that keeps me awake. My head explodes. My body aches. Yeah, I'm fucking normal. It's okay. There's nothing wrong was, with my brain. I was going to say, uh, are you no, okay? I'm good. <laughs> Totally it's fine. fine. I got a fucking creepy troll tattooed <laughs> on my body, on my arm, my well, forearm. Do you know how hard it is to hide that? Well adjusted, we are. Yeah. People are listening. They're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. I want a like flower, and we're like, "I want a, I want an eyeball that's cut." I want to discuss the chaos in my mind that I can't control. But yeah. hey, at least it keeps me up at night. Yeah, I had no fucking idea you got that. Yeah, I got that. Maddie did it. I like, had no idea. A month ago, it was supposed to be actually today. Today. But I got, she booked me, she got a, a cancellation, so she bumped me like a month and a half. Cool. I can't. Um, I wish. My guy is like two months minimum to get into. Oh, yeah, mine's four months in Cold Lake right now. Yeah. So it's been a long As time. As I was say, he's in Saskatoon, and it's like two months minimum, and I always, I never book it. Like, at this time, I'm actually going to book my next one pretty soon, because by summer, I'm planning on filling up my entire arm. Though, he not really. Like, my forearm's going to be done. My upper arm, I have a few pieces that I can fill in but then he asked me he's like well, what are you gonna do in your like um, under your arm right under the bicep tricep area like under there and like I was that? like yeah and I was like 
Nothing. It's fine. Oh, fuck it. No, it's not fine. No, it fucking hurts. All of it, the thing that hurt the most, my shin. I shit you not. My I've, s- I've gotten my shin tattooed. That's it. That was no, the worst out of all. Never it. didn't come close to fucking elbow. How the fuck did you get your elbow tattooed? I died. Uh-huh. Mine isn't even on the elbow. Look how far away it is from the elbow. <laughs> Mine's core, dead center elbow. Yours dead center. No, no, shit. This right here, I wanted to, I was kicking my feet. I wanted to die. Like just an inch under my elbow. Well, e- even when I was getting it done, I was like, I have, the, I have my elbow ditch tattooed. Like I have like where you get uh, blood taken no, directly tattooed. How was that? It was fine compared to the outer elbow. No, elbow was fine. Oh Ribs were fine. I just laid there on my one side. She's like, "You're doing fine." I was like, "Am I not supposed to?" She was, "No." Like where you're getting it is not supposed to not hurt. I was like, "Eh." I hate him. Like I'm talking to you guys now. I hate him. He's lucky. And he doesn't feel pain. I feel pain. And he doesn't sleep and is totally fine. Well, there is a... He can work... Um, I think he works something like 642 days in one year. Um, at least. At least. <laughs> well, and I mean, he doesn't complain about it. Um, he's just a fucking perfect human. Let's just say... And I'm over here broken as shit. But you're not broken. Uh... You, have, you have all this delicious <laughs> discounted tofu. It's so You've good. You've got a boyfriend that loves you. Sometimes. Right, Most of the time. He good, does love me. Good job. Yeah. Family's great. My job Not is the brother-in-law, tiring. but everybody else is fantastic. My family's tiring. <laughs> I'm so tired. Somebody turning a block away from me is tiring. <laughs> See, if someone just drives in front of me, I'm exhausted. <laughs> if someone texts me to start a conversation and I and I don't want to, I, I, I crumble. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I feel good that I've gotten replies, so that feels good. Yeah, I ignore some people. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I'm exhausted. You have kids, and I'm like, what do I have to take care of? I don't even have a fucking plant. Uh, no, two kids. I don't even own a plant or a, an animal. I live in a basement, so I can't really uh, have plants. I'm but. not superhuman. I'm not. Luck of the draw. Yeah, fuck you. Luck of the draw. Fuck but you. I got really bad eyes. Good. So. <laughs> yeah, except for your really bad eyes caused you to not go blind. It's true. Uh, what is it? Not glaucoma. What's the other thing? Cataracts. No, and but you also, with the glasses. Wasn't it you? Oh, yeah, with the dart. Someone threw a dart and yeah. it hit you in the glasses and so they you didn't they get were a so dart thick. in the eye? Yeah. So you're lucky. Well, even my, even my eye doctor says that when you get older, there's this like... This stuff on the back of your inside of your eyeball that starts to thin yeah. over time. He's like, with your prescription, yours is actually the same thickness as it was like 30 years ago. It's not going to deteriorate. You're very lucky that your eyeball is that shape and it'll never deteriorate. I was like, yeah, but I have shitty eyes. Yeah. Like, my prescription's terrible. He's like, yeah, but that can be fixed. That thinning can't be yeah, fixed. Yeah, why don't you get laser eye surgery? I can't. Why? Because it's not, I've got like a plus 10 prescription. I can't do it. It's not a thing that's a viable option. But like even just to lessen it, not to nope. fix it? It doesn't do it. Uh, the only thing I can do, they've talked to me about it, is I can get the same surgery that people with cataracts get, is they can replace my lens. But the thing is, if you get new, if you cataracts, if you have cataracts, it's covered under medical in Canada. Yeah. So you just get it fixed. For me, if I just want new actual lenses put into my eyes, it's like five grand an eye. Sick. So I got to pay 10 grand to get it fixed. And then they say there's reports of like, Light flashes. You'll just be sitting there and you'll see a light flash even though light didn't flash. Yeah. So uh, I think I'll just keep what I have for now. For the time being. I've seen a video of eye surgeries where they like 
cut off a layer of your eyeball and peel it back and like shine a laser into your eye and stuff. Yeah. And but like you have to be awake during the whole thing. Yeah, that it terrifies me. And it looks disgusting. I'm totally fine. I've had surgeries. Good with it. Put me under. Do whatever the fuck you want. Oh really? I'm like Nikki. I'm like like I was. 21. I went in the wrong line of work. <laughs> right. But I was 21. I had my gallbladder out, and I was sitting there, and like six people came out to me like, "I'm the, your head surgeon. I'm your head nurse. I'm the assistant nurse. Wait, I'm the anesthesiologist. Head nurse. Mm. And they're all coming up to me and like telling me what's going to happen in my surgery. I'm like, first of all, I don't care. You're putting me under. I only care about the anesthesiologist. Bring him over. Tell me what's going to happen. Yeah. Um. But the whole time. My mom's sitting with me, and every person that walked away, I was like, they're about to see me naked. <laughs> and she's like, shut the fuck up. She's like, you're, you're literally getting cut open about all you could think of. And then I got, when I got home, I was like, the first time I like looked in the mirror, you know, having a shower yeah. with my open, with my, they're not open, they're <laughs> they say, open. They said, oh, without stitching it. Blood everywhere. I don't I know what's happening. I had four incisions with uh, stitches and everything. They were bandaged. But they took like whatever chemicals to clean my body and it dyed my skin pink yeah and so i had a perfect rectangle well, not perfect it was a big rectangle right went down my sides but it went perfectly over my nips nice and over my pubis mm. and so i was like oh they got in there <laughs> like i was like if i didn't know that they saw me naked now i know now i know because they touched it they got all the goodies <laughs> they touched it everything all so, the goodies anyway um, yeah, we're, we're, we, we're at an hour. We've been talking for a while. Uh, we should probably wrap this up. We should. Um, we haven't, we haven't discussed anything of interest. I hope people like Tofu cereal, <laughs> uh, traveling, uh, um, porn. You know, <laughs> we, we should probably split this into two episodes. Yeah. So if we read these two stories, we could do like an hour 10. And then, we're, we're at an hour. We're at an hour seven right well, now. Well, <laughs> we'll do an hour twenty-five. Okay. And uh, we'll split it. And it's weird because they're they're not going to get to this point where we talk about splitting it <laughs> until they've already known that it's split. Yeah. So after this, we're going to have to like record it. Hey guys, uh, it's a long episode. Uh, we're just going to cut it down right here and join us again next week for the second part of whatever the fuck it is we're talking about. Yeah. You're laughing already because you're picturing what. Chucky, like yeah. the, the child's play, child's play, Chucky in a child Amber Alert. <laughs> yeah. All right, <laughs> uh, for some reason, I pictured him on a jug of milk. That's like, have you seen this boy? <laughs> I would buy all that milk, and even if it, even if it was homo milk, I would buy all that milk. I understand. I understand. <laughs> okay, so rest assured, Chucky is not on the loose. The Texas Department of Public Safety has apologized after mistakenly issuing an Amber Alert that said the killer doll featured in the 1988 horror film Child's Play was a suspect in the kidnapping of his five-year-old son, <laughs> Glenn Ray, who was featured in Seed of Chucky. So they had two pictures on the Amber Alert. Yeah. The baby, which is Glenn Ray. Which is an actual baby. No, well, yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's child's play. Yeah, right? yeah. And the doll, yeah. Chucky, as the, you know, person who kidnapped. <laughs> You're waiting. What's your question? Well, how? <laughs> okay. How did someone fuck up that bad? I don't disagree with you. That was my yeah. first question. That's what struck me as odd. Yeah. But when I read as to why it happened, you're like, okay, I get it. I still think someone <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, they did. Okay. <laughs> the, emergen- sorry, the emergency alert described Chucky as a three foot one inch tall doll wearing blue denim overalls with multicolored striped long sleeve shirt wielding a huge kitchen knife. Yeah. So that's actually in the description. Yeah. 
The alert was mistakenly sent out three times last week to Amber <laughs> Alert subscribers. They really got the someone really fucked up. The agency said it was a test malfunction. It was just supposed to be an in-house test for the oh. people who work at the agency. Yeah. But somehow they put the line out for the external part yeah, yeah. of the Amber Alert. So okay. people got it on their phone. So you understand it Yeah, happens. I do. But I still, do can you imagine getting it? Like, okay, what's going on here? I do understand. I feel really bad. I can't agree with everything, but it reminds me of that school board in like California. They had a Zoom call. Like it was a school board. They weren't teachers. They were a school board. Yeah. They're elected. Um, anyway... They were on a Zoom call, and um, they, they were about to go public to talk to parents, but they didn't know that their call was public already. They thought they were still on okay. private, and they just started bitching about oh parents and being like, all these parents just want their babysitters back. They just want us to open because they're tired of their fucking kids. Well, it's not, it's not and stuff. false. Anyway, all of them lost their jobs. Like, all of them got fired. Or, like, it resigned and everything. But, but at the same time, I was like, it's exactly that where you, like, you're, like, you think that you're in the safety of your yeah. own people. And then, because, come on. I don't care who you are. Like, we could condemn them all you want. Whatever job you're at, when customers... Whatever life you have. When customers or other coworkers leave the room... Yeah. You've never complained about them? No. Ever? You've never you bitched about a single person or anyone that you've seen at work You'd have before? to be a fucking saint <laughs> to not do it. Oh, my Everyone God. The second I leave this room, you're going to get on the phone and start <laughs> telling me that fucking guy showed up here. Threw out my tofu with a fucking dick wad. Yeah, I'm calling my boyfriend. Yeah. And be like, this fucking guy. And the fir- I paid a discounted price for that tofu, <laughs> and he threw it up. And the first thing he's going to say is, how was the cookie? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Did, did you leave any? No, I should have. He's not going to listen to this in time anyway. So, when you're getting your Amber Alert on your phone and you see it, yeah. you think to yourself... That's not real. That's fucked up. Yeah. Did I just witness that? Yeah. And the only thing that struck my mind is like, I remember being at a hotel in Austria at the breakfast table. I think we've talked about this. I looked mm-hmm. over and this dude had 16 hard boiled eggs in front of him. Yeah. And he just ate them all. Yeah. And I was like, this is real? Protein. This is This is a thing? Yeah. This is happening? But uh, it's not as cool as a Chucky doll as an Amber Alert. Yeah, I like it. I understand it. I get it. And this one is not really uh, something to get. My family wasn't any more, you know, super patriotic than anybody else. I mean, you know, we celebrated the 4th of July. We acknowledged that it was, you know, Independence Day. I mean, we didn't have any, like, sit-down family discussions talking about, you know, the founding fathers or anything like this. I mean, it was basically a day off. Uh, You know, we sometimes my dad would barbecue out and cook, and he had some certain dishes that he'd only cook once a year when we did the barbecue. And I always loved it. I mean, he made this this baked potato dish where he'd slice it and put onions in it and, and bake it together. It was delicious. And, you know, but we'd have a family get together, usually at my grandmother's house. Sometimes we'd have them at my house, but usually more at my grandma's. So how many it, people would be at this family get together? You mentioned you, your grandma, your dad. Well, in the 70s, of course, you know, when everybody, when all my uh, aunts and uncles and cousins were younger, they, they'd still get together at my grandma's house. So, so usually it'd be, uh, I'd be there. Uh, my mom and my dad, uh, my aunt, my uncle, uh, my other uncle, all their kids. So probably about four or five cousins plus me and, and then my grandma and grandpa. Uh, and, you know, that that was mostly through the 70s into the uh, mid 80s till my grandfather passed away. And then, of course, uh, a lot of my uncles and and their kids started having kids. So they started kind of branching out more into their own family, you know, get together. So probably by the 
uh, early nineties, it was pretty much down to mostly just my grandma, my, my aunt, me, my mom, and, and my dad. And, and that was pretty, it was pretty small. So, uh, and I'd blow some fireworks off until they got to the point where they made it illegal in the city that I, that she lived in. Can't blow anything up. All you can do is use sparklers and, <laughs> and, and, and snakes and, you know, smoke bombs and stuff like that. You know, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like in the seventies, man, you could shoot bottle rockets off and, you know, M eighties and black cats. My one time out, one of my favorite things in the, it was super dangerous and super stupid, but it's so awesome is my dad made a, a, a mortar, you know, like, a, yeah. like the military mortar for shooting bottle rockets. You know, he was a, a machinist and an ace welder. So he built it, you know, it had legs it folded out. I mean, it was it's still, I still have it. It's, it's a nice well-built mortar for shooting bottle rockets. And we're driving around and I'm in the back of the pickup truck, which back in the seventies, you could get away with that. And we're driving through the country and I'm just shooting bottle rockets off out of the back of a moving truck. <laughs> it sounds like you should be doing that tomorrow to celebrate. Man, you know, it's, it's you know, it's like, Hey, I, I uh, you know, it was kind of like, you know, being overseas in some of those dangerous countries where they drive around shooting weapons out of the back of trucks. I'm driving around and yeah, except, you know, you're not getting shot back. Well, yes, there, there is that too. But uh, yeah, that was that was a fun memory one year. But usually we'd just go out and we'd have the mortar and we'd set it up somewhere kind of out in the country. And I'd shoot off, you know, a, a gross or so of bottle rockets until my hands were just covered in black suit. And I smelled like I smelled like a, a bomb factory, you know, from from all the fireworks I shot off. And, you know, and as I got older, I got tired of, of fireworks and it just really wasn't my thing anymore. And, and then honestly, I really, you know, mainly it's just about getting together and eating with family. That's really about the main thing that really happens for me at this point in life. So, so what you're saying tomorrow, when yeah. you get up for the day, you don't have, you don't have to go to work. You're not going to be shooting off fireworks. You're just going to be having a meal with close family. Probably. I, I was going to go to, and I may or may not still go. A friend's mine had bought a house a couple of years ago. They'd moved uh, to another city here in town and they're having a, they got a pool and they're having friends get together and food and, and fireworks are legal in that city. So I've got some old fireworks that I'm kind of scared to try out because they're like eight, to 10 years old. And I'm like, either they're going to just be like complete duds or you're going to like try to light it. And it's going to immediately go off because the, the, the fuses on them are so dry. It's just like, poof, you know, so, uh, you can't yeah. use the mortar for that. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, do what I used to do, which is I, I put the bottle rocket right there on the lip of it. And then I light it when the fuse goes away, it drops and then it shoots right away. Yeah. But, but I'm going to have a very long punk. I'm not going to be like holding it, you know, like real <laughs> close. Cause, cause I'm not stupid and I don't want to be known as three fingers, Charlie Ray in the future. <laughs> so, you know, you gotta be pretty dumb. I mean, you know, nothing against people who have fireworks accident, but you know, I've made it to 50 and uh, I still got all my digits. And I haven't blown my pecker off either. So uh, despite your dad's best efforts of throwing you in the back of a truck with a handmade mortar and saying, Hey, launch this shit. You're seven. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I miss the seventies, man. We, we really lived on borrowed time back then. If you weren't smart, you didn't make it out of the seventies. You know, man, if only it was like that today, there'd be less uh, cars on the road, less people on the street. I don't know that half the people today would make it if they had to survive by seventies rules. I can no, tell you what, no there's not enough. There's not. Uh, our independence was definitely born on the back of a gun, and explosions and and blowing stuff up has been an American tradition since 1776. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true.
So we, we break them in early. Here you go. You're, you're three. Can, if you can crawl, you can throw a black cat. I remember you, being, <laughs> you know, on a, on a road trip when I lived in that area, I was with my friends, uh, Ugly Ben and Weber. And we were just driving through, heading, heading back from California, I think. And we we're in Southern Washington. And we saw a bunch of fireworks stands. And it was like, discount fireworks, discount fireworks, because July 4th was the day before. So right. they was trying to unload their stock and their, their little makeshift. Yeah. It's like they open up a portable building on the side of the highway, just on yep. an off ramp. And my friends are like, oh, man, let's go buy some fireworks. And I was like, sure, why not? And they dropped, you know, hundreds of dollars on all these fireworks. I was like, well, we can't take them across the border. So you guys have to shoot them all off in the next three hours. So we just pulled up a dirt road, pulled off to the side, and they just sat there for like 45 minutes lighting and shooting off fireworks into the sky. And I just sat there like, wow, you guys spent so much money for, you know, 45 minutes worth of enjoyment. But to their credit, it's like 20 years later, and I'm still telling the story. So it clearly yeah. stuck with me. And not only that, they got more of them for their money than they would have gotten before the fourth. Oh, yeah. Time. If they showed yeah. up the day before, they would have paid double, right? Yeah, well, they would have paid double or they would, yeah, or they would have basically they would have got half as much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the day after Fourth of July, it's like, buy a bag, five bucks, <laughs> you know, take this crap. We can't store it, you know, you know, I mean, it's got to go. So yes. fireworks in Canada, they're hard to come by. There's not a lot of places that sell fireworks. Occasionally on in small towns, you'll see a sign that says, ooh, fireworks next stop. You're like, oh, that's cool. But in the States, I remember going on a road trip through uh, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Tennessee, like in that whole area. And I went, went up to an exit because I needed to get some gas. And as I pull over the exit, I see a sign that says world's largest fireworks store. And I look over and it was like a Costco sized building. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, that's a business? Like, just that real estate alone to pay for that. You must be selling a lot of fireworks like in the middle of nowhere in a highway in Alabama, like the middle of right. nothing. I just found it so odd that this is like a, a business plan. Somebody like said, well, I want to world open up the world's largest fireworks store. And the people at the bank are like, hell yeah, this is America. Do it. Yeah. Well, let's make it rain on that loan. Yeah. So they just like <laughs> loan them all the money to buy this Costco sized building and then stock it full of fireworks. I was like, do people, have, they must, they must stop there and buy them. There's nothing else on the highway for, you know, hundreds of kilometers. Like, this is so weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll back my plan for the world's largest brothel. You know, I mean, you never know. It could <laughs> well, be a winning plan. Well, if there's, there's enough snowflakes out there, that the fireworks place will get shut down after enough kids blow off their fingers. And yeah. then that real estate will be pretty cheap. You can up, open up the brothel there. It's already got the building. The, the cities and the towns I lived in, they always did like a fireworks display at like, you know, a town hall kind of thing or a park and they would have like face painting, you know, typical, typical celebration, face painting, kids, you know, hot dogs, barbecue, you know, the, the typical stuff you would do. But America takes it to another level and the fireworks like it's just another level. And another thing down in the States, the, the month prior to July 4th, I'm usually down in the States, obviously this year due to pandemic, I'm not able to go down and last year due to pandemic, I wasn't able to go down. But one of my favorite things is to go shopping to see all the, and I'm here with air quotes, limited edition products, which is essentially taking whatever the product is and slapping the colors red, white, and blue on it. So it'll be like limited edition America Twinkies, red, white, and blue like dyes on it. Limited edition Krispy Kreme donuts, red, white, and blue sprinkles on it. Limited edition Smirnoff Ice, red, white, and blue. Limited edition M&Ms, just red, white, and blue. Limited edition Rice Krispies, red, white, and blue Krispies. So I was I always got off picking up all the uh, American with air quotes again, 
limited edition stuff and they didn't do anything special they just slapped three fucking colors on it uh yeah you know i'm gonna guess they did that this year i don't go shopping very much but for some reason i feel like there wasn't as much of that this year as there has been in the past the whole the whole celebration of what it's meant to be an american for so long is just really being pushed aside by a lot of corporations and by certain people in the government and by certain amounts of the population of the United States. They really, I mean, there's a, there's a group, I would say, in the United States who would like us not to celebrate the 4th of July at all. And that's that seems completely ridiculous to me. To me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, if you believe so much that this country you want to you can't celebrate the independence of this then then maybe you should decide to go somewhere better if you feel that you have a better country you can get treated better in and maybe you can i don't say that you can't maybe you can if if so maybe you should try living there for a while and so that's the thing i say to people if if you feel like there's another country that that you'd rather go to than here maybe they will treat you better maybe they will be better for you but i also find it hard uh, for most of these people who say these kind of things They've never left the United States. Both you and me have done, you know, fairly extensive travel. I've I've visited some odd places. I mean, I've visited Azerbaijan. Most people don't even know where that's at. And it's north yeah. of Iran and, and it's bordered by Georgia, Armenia, and Iran and the and the and the um the Caspian Sea. It's a secular Muslim country. And I visited there while the Iraq war was going on. So not too far away from where I was at, you know, there was active warfare going on. And it's a very very different world when you you actually put foot on somebody else's land and you see the way they live and then you then you compare it to where you're from and then you kind of go well yeah you know what we do have problems but there are problems and we'll solve them yeah and you know things aren't necessarily always better somewhere else you know for example they had awesome bread over there but do i want to probably live in azerbaijan because they got awesome bread no probably not well, absolutely not, because after you eat the bread, you got to use the toilet. And I already heard about the toilet paper there. Yeah. Yes. The toilet paper in Azerbaijan, especially the airport, was the worst toilet paper I've ever experienced in my life. It was literally it was literally like just slightly above that pressed wood you can buy at like Home Depot or Lowe's. <laughs> like where you actually see the chunks of wood in it, like the like the texture. It was amazing. I wish I had an example of it. It was so horrible. So no matter but, what, the bread is delicious, but it's not worth the aftermath. Yeah. But you know what? It was a it was a beautiful country. And uh, you know, many of the people over there, you know, they're they're very hospitable. They're very, you know, a lot of women are very beautiful over there. They, you know, definitely have the somewhat Persian look. I mean, because they're very close to Iran, which is you know, formerly Persia, you know, lots, you know, olive skin, lots of, you know, black hair, black eyes, very, you know, very, very beautiful. Yeah. But the thing is, the point that I'm trying to make with all this, though, is is between, you know, like my trip there, I've been to China, I've been to, you know, Estonia and, and Switzerland and, and Germany and England. And, you know, whether it's like a more of a third world country or a second world country or a first world country, you really get a different flavor for what it's like as an American when you visit these other places. And I look forward to spending more time in those places, as, as we've talked about. Yeah. And really, and really getting to see uh, uh, more of what it's it's all about, and and so for the people who who are like, I hate America or America sucks, and I don't, and it, and it still needs to be, it still needs to be something that whether you 
have problems with the founding fathers or if you don't have problems with the founding fathers, you do need to acknowledge that as flawed human beings, they've given you the system that allows you to bitch about them now. Because oh, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of countries, guess what? You start bitching too much, you just disappear in the middle of the night. And while yeah. that may happen a little bit in the U.S. as well, and I'm not going to touch on those subjects, it hasn't happened as much. Either that or they just basically consider us free-range humans and we're all living in cells. We just don't know it. <laughs> no, that's the good thing about both of our countries is the, the freedom to, you know, you, you could if, let's say, President Biden walked down the street with his entourage or his security and you said, hey, Biden, go fuck yourself they really couldn't do anything about it. And that's pretty powerful words to a pretty powerful man. And to get away with it, that's a pretty fucking awesome country. Yes. Right? I, I don't, yeah. I don't think if you said that to Saddam Hussein, when he walked by, oh, you'd, still, yeah. you'd still be breathing. Exactly. So like we both live in a country that's very fortunate to be able to speak our mind, even be as derogatory as possible to the leader of the country. And they, they pretty much like they'd be pissed off, but they couldn't really legally do anything about it well in biden's case i'm not sure he'd understand what i said anyway so no it's, I mean, probably, it's fine <laughs> i mean you you could even whatever president it was i i know and, I'm just, and you, I'm, you'd be able to get away with it you know what i mean it's i'm, I'm just joshing it's, it's a pretty perfect crime yeah and it's due no, to the freedoms of our countries exactly and, and that's and what I, you need to celebrate yeah i i think we need to celebrate i i think this fourth of july uh, I, I hope tomorrow is celebrated by many people and they have a great time with their family and they blow a lot of crap up and they celebrate getting through this pandemic that we've had and they, they get together with family because, you know, I worry that all of a sudden this fall, it's going to be, oh, way four and oh, more lockdowns and oh, this and we're not going to be able to have people to get together. And, and, and what do you do? I mean, you are at the mercy of those who have the weapons. Wish you 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 wish you